Hey, EC4G family, make sure you check out this podcast, EC4G Thoughts and Expressions, every Monday and Friday with an option of Wednesday. Make sure that you subscribe and share. Thanks. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and good morning, EC4G Thoughts and Expression family. I am here. It is Friday. I am eager to get started. I'm also recording for YouTube, as I tell you guys frequently. And in the process, let me tell you guys what I went through. Now, I, I had a little bit of trouble with putting together this message today. Not because um, I didn't have it. Like I said, let me sip on my my water, my lemon water, to get myself started. But I hope you. I, I went through it. I couldn't. I could look. I have a. I have. I have multiple messages. I got them pinned up on the wall. I got them pinned, uh, taped down on my desk of different things that. God put on me to talk about, but for some reason, he just was pulling me in a different direction, totally away from everything that, um, I thought that I would end up talking about today. So, um, it's not what I planned, but it's not about me. You know, this is about God and his, his, what he wants. So I, I will follow, right? So I hope that all of you guys are doing well today. I hope that you guys are understanding the blessings that you are walking in, even in the middle of your rough times that you may be having. I hope that you, no matter how, you know what, let me, let me rephrase this. I don't hope. I pray that no matter what it is that you're going through, good or bad, that you take a second to just take in everything around you. And no matter how bleak it may seem, because everybody's circumstance is different. I don't care how bleak it may sound or how bleak it may look um, or the people around you, the negativity that you may be around. There's always some positivity to draw from it. And I hope that you guys are willing to open yourself up to that. You know, even like I said, today is rainy. Now, my preference is rain. A lot of people don't like the rain. They don't. It's raining. It will be snowing later. I could look at that as because I have a lot of stuff to do as far as like shopping and stuff for my family. I could say to myself, oh, you know, this is slowing me down. I could look at it or I could just stop and look outside and take in the fresh air that the cleansing of the rain and the snow will bring to our lungs. And I could look at the beauty of it. There's always something to draw from it. Heck, even when you're getting into, into it with someone, you could always pull something from it. If it's no more than saying, dang, I got a little bit smarter. I learned a little bit more. Always look for the blessing in the storm, you guys. And honestly, that has nothing to do with what I'm going to talk about today, but I felt the need to say it. So I said it. I hope you guys are having a wonderful Friday and I hope that um, you all stay safe on this day. Okay. So what we're going to talk about today is, um, when I first started out family with my walk, like I told you, I've said countless times, I have always known the existence of God. My family has always made sure to tell me that. However, it's one thing for someone to tell you. It's a whole nother thing for you to develop the relationship yourself with him. 
And when I first started, um, there's a lot of curiosity. And, and to be honest with you, I still, I, uh, the curiosity for God, for me, never changes because I absolutely love him. I love how he moves. I love his humor. I love I love the joy that he he brings. I love the I love everything. I love everything. The ups and downs, everything, because all of it serves its purpose, right? But one of the things that I was curious about, and I don't know if anyone else is, and I'm certain that there are some people that are curious, is you know, people talk a lot about their talents. A lot of times people talk about oh my goodness gracious. Uh, I'm sorry, you guys. I this my nose is congested. I don't know if I sound a little nasally. I'm trying to push it back. Sip on this lemon, lemon and ginger water. You guys pray for your girl. Uh, but a lot of times people talk about, you know, their talents or you hear um, people talk about your gifted or you hear people uh, in the uh uh, spiritual where I'm talking about oh you know you have a calling or you have a purpose you hear those things and today's society tends to use them interchangeably like they're all one they're all one and the same and they're very different and um, we're going to talk about that today okay so you guys <coughs> um, just a little cliff note um, I am praying and you guys keep praying with me that at some point, again, uh, my husband will want to jump on here and, and let you guys know the power in his voice because it's incredible and he has a lot to say and he has his passion for God is just as strong as mine is. And when I was going over this message with him, um, I felt encouraged because it seemed as though it was lighting a fire in him where he's almost ready. But when it comes to stuff like that, that's not something that you pressure anybody into. It has to be something that they are willing to fully step into on their own accord. So I will wait and I will pray. And you guys do the same with me, okay? So let's just jump back in and jump into this, okay? It's pretty extensive. You're going to hear the pages turn on this because I wrote it down. I didn't want to miss anything. Okay, so let's get into it. So family ec4g when i woke up this morning you guys or yesterday morning because yesterday morning is when i wrote this message but when i woke up yesterday morning i had no idea what i was going to talk to you guys about like i said i was uncertain um i i'm looking as i'm talking to you guys right now i'm looking at so many different notes directions that i'm supposed to go in and it all says like podcast message 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 up on my board message 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 but i just i was not feeling like that was the direction i was supposed to go into i wasn't so and it shouldn't have been the case but it was the case so um I felt all week like God wanted me to go in another direction. So where he leads, I will follow, right? So I am uncertain who's going to benefit from this message, but there's a reason why this was not one of my post-its. There's a reason why I'm doing this. So I hope whoever it is that this message speaks to 
and gives them better understanding. I hope that it blesses your life in a tremendous way and leads you on a path to your purpose. Okay? Family. So, like I said, um, I woke up and I did my routine, my daily routine that I typically do. And um, I sat down in my closet slash prayer room that, that I have. That in itself, like I said, find blessings in the little things because even with that, that's a blessing. Before we moved here, well, I used to have a prayer room when we moved into the house that we were in, our intermediate house before we got into the house that we're in now. I did not have my prayer room anymore and I missed it tremendously. Now, did I stop praying? No, I didn't. I still prayed incessantly wherever I was. Um, but honestly, my car became my prayer room. My car became my shout room when I was upset. My car became my go-to place to seek God in a quiet place. But um, God blessed me where now I have my prayer closet again. So, like I said, it sounds little. But you have to find the blessing in everything, right? So I went into my prayer room. And oftentimes what I do when I first wake up is I'll either listen to some smooth, relaxing uh, gospel music. Uh, I am in love with the song. Uh, goodness gracious. I always do this. Uh, Layla Hathaway's. It's not, it's not her song. But she is honest. Well, she sings the entire song. It's a gospel song and it's called, um, uh, uh, I want to say it's in the morning, but I think I have that wrong. Uh, but she's, it's basically her way of saying how much she loves the way that God wakes her in the morning and the way in which they commune with each other. Um if I can remember it, then, well, I am going to, I'm going to look it up and goodness gracious, I put my post-its. Okay. I'll put it to the side, but I'm going to try to tag that too. And I know every time you guys hear me, I'm tagging somebody's music, but it's just that I love it so much. Song is very calming and, and sets my pace for the day. But if I'm not listening to gospel music, I tend to, after, well, I'll tend to, and most of the time, majority of the time when I'm in my prayer closet in the morning, getting, you know, my clothes ready for the day, communing, you know, multitasking, communing, talking with God. I'm also listening. And this day, yesterday, like many days, I was listening to Steve Furtick. He's an amazing pastor. If you guys are not familiar with him, please check him out. He He's so relatable. He is so relatable. I aspire to be as relatable as he is. You know, one day, God willing, in my own way, not in his way, you know, but in the way that God blesses me to be so that um, people will learn of him through me in a major way, you know, positive way. So anyway, so I was listening to Steve Furtick, you guys, and while I communed and got myself ready... Um, and just so you guys know, side note, I did not pick the message. Oftentimes, um, it, you know, it would just pop in the feed and that's what happened. I, I opened up the app and as soon as I opened it up, he popped up on my feed and that message, he multiple, but that message just, you know, was right in my eyesight as soon as I opened it up. So I clicked on it. I don't think that that was by coincidence. Okay. You know, so, <sighs> 
I just love the way that God teaches you guys. I really do. I love the many different ways that he chooses to teach us. It's just amazing uh, the creativity that he has. So the message was talking about not knowing what your calling is. Not knowing what your calling is, okay? And it struck it struck a match in my spirit when I when I heard it. Now, I have been blessed, thank you God, to know what my calling is and I'm walking in it right now as I speak to you all. But I did not know it when I was first born. I did not know it in the first, you know, the first couple decades of my life. I was learning me and I was raising my son and I was just I was having fun honestly so um looking I always knew it was more but I wasn't in search of it so you know I know it now but yes he was talking about not knowing what your calling is and for a lot of people who are seeking it out it can be such a taunting heavy weight that 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 looms over you when you feel like you need to you know that you're per you have some purpose. You know that you're supposed to be doing something, but you don't know what it is. And you try different avenues uh, to, you know, pretty much kind of like sort it out. Like, okay, well, I tried this. This didn't work and everything, but it doesn't come to pass. And it just kind of troubles your spirit, you know, sometimes. So this is what he's talking about. Excuse me while I relight this, this incense because it just calms me, you guys. But... <clears throat> so like I said it it really like lit me up inside and even still I was still uncertain now I heard this message I did not know what I was going to speak on I heard that I still didn't know um what I was going to talk about in this message today I always want to strive to make sure that whatever I'm my moves are that it's by his directive and it's not by my own directive and it's not just by my own conclusion, you know, because flesh is deceptive. So even in this, you know, you, you want to try to include him in everything, the little things, the smallest things, add him in, even if it's no more than, should I get 2% milk or 1% milk? And I know it sounds silly to you guys, but, you know, God wants to be a part of our life in all facets of it. So I still didn't know at that point. Um, I wanted to make sure that it wasn't of my own accord. So I went on, I got myself dressed, I fed my babies, I went and I went on my power walk that I tend to do a lot of times, especially to like clear my head. But I really wanted to go and I was struggling honestly because I had did exercises the day before you guys, to be honest with you. And my quad, especially my right quad was inflamed, like it was sore, you know. Um, but I wanted to kind of stretch it out and I, I pushed myself because I knew that I was going to be doing the message yesterday. I knew I was going to be preparing the message for you guys today. And I wanted to make sure that my hair, my head was clear and I really had a chance to hear from him. So, and that's, that's quiet time. That's where the kids aren't with me. Hubby isn't with me, no TV, no, no, nothing to distract me, but just to have a moment to just talk and breathe him in. And that's what I did. So on my walk, you guys, um, I continued to commune with him. I was asking God, you know, what direction to go into. And so when I sat down here, I did not bring, uh, when I sat down here to write the message, um, it did, God didn't bring back to me 
uh, Steve Furtick's message, even though it was amazing. He didn't bring that back to my, my thought process. He immediately, as soon as I sat down and I was like, okay, what am I going to do? He gave me the three words. I saw within my spirits, spiritual eyes, I saw talents, callings, and gifts. So I said, okay, well, I didn't see that for nothing. Let me go ahead and go along with that. So now the match has turned into a fire. And <clears throat> we're going to walk through this message together, okay, you guys? So talents we're gonna hit that first talents let's break that down okay so you guys and i told you you're gonna hear the pages turning because um i was in 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 the zone you guys and whew, if i don't write it down i don't want to miss anything i don't want to miss anything that god tells me to convey or puts in my spirit to convey to you guys i don't want to miss any of it i want to be obedient as i could possibly be with the the flesh that I'm in. You understand me? Okay. So talents, EC4G. In the Old Testament, talents were a measuring tool. They were used for uh, for weighing like golds and silvers and, and metals, you know, of that nature. And in the New Testament, a talent was considered a value of money. All right. And in the Bible, talents were not used in the in the the word talent was not used in the way in which we know it as and know it today. Um, that definition was pulled from a parable that was in Matthew 25, to be more precise, in Matthew 25, 14 through 30. Uh, during the 13th century, they pulled that. And, and that's how we came to know talent, the word talent, as we know it now. And in the parable, it speaks of a master that gives his three servants, three servants, three different servants, pieces of money. Okay. And two of the servants um, doubled it, doubled the amount that the master had gave. So, and the other one was so fearful of his master. <coughs> the third one was so uh, fearful of his master that he hid it and he didn't do anything with it. He didn't try to double it. He didn't try to spend it. He just hid it. He tucked it because he was fearful of what his master may do once he returned. And just a side note, you guys, you know, I want to ask you guys this. How many of us due to fear of rejection, due to embarrassment, due to failure, failure, fearful, being fearful of failure, do not walk in our gifts or the instructions or the leading that God provides to us. How many of us second guess ourselves or second guess what we hear from God or second guess our own gifts that we know are instilled in us because we're scared of rejection. We're scared of someone saying something negative about us. We're scared of being talked about and made fun of or, or failing, you know, failure is a huge fear for a lot of people uh, in one way or another, small or, or big, you know, how many of us are doing that? And that's just something to munch on, a little little something to think about. So in this regard, <clears throat> it is no wonder why talents are often linked <clears throat> and run parallel to money or used with the objective to render, render monetary gain. There is no wonder. 
Oh, you guys. However, your talents are not. They're oftentimes they are used to try to expand your, your pockets and make them a little bit bigger, make them a little thicker. However, they're still not in vain. And let me explain this to you guys. <clears throat> they oftentimes, talents are oftentimes your tools <clears throat> that God will sharpen as you walk through your tests and your trials. Okay? Because trials tend to work in concert as a developmental necessity to bring awareness to our spiritual gifts. And as we continue, we will strength, strength train as we continue with our, excuse me, you guys, I'm really struggling today. Lord, bless me to get through this. Help me to get through this. You know, help me God. Okay. <clears throat> so, you know, they often use this tools, you know, to, to be sharpened. And as we continue with our strength, the strength training that God blesses us with, AKA trials, um, once we are strong in Christ, and as a result of our mountains and molehills, ha, reference to last episode, if you didn't read or listen to it, go check it out. But as a result of our mountains and molehills, once we are of a spirit of submission to God, God's will and his perfect time, he will present our calling to us. Okay, but we're going to have to go through some things. We're going, just like if, you know, just like if your child said to you, well, shoot, my daughter says it on a regular basis that she wants my car when she grows up. Now, what would it, what would it look like if I, her mother, like God is our father, if I said to her, oh, you want it? Okay, well, you know what? I think that the, the, I, I do want you to have this. So I'm going to give it to you now. And she's never had a day of driving. And she's, she's six. What would it look like allowing her to walk in a gift that I give her or drive in a gift that I give her without her having the proper training or going through the necessities that she needed to go through so that she could be prepared for the gift that I give her? It's the same thing with God. You are going to have to go through some stuff. So purpose is not easy. Gifts are not easy, but they're worth it, you know, so. That, that was off off script, you guys. But <coughs> it all is going to come in his perfect timing. And he will present to you your calling when it is in his perfect timing, not our timing. Our timing sucks. His time is perfect. And the transition from talent to acknowledgement of gifts is a pivotal, life-changing gift for you all. It's a gift that God wants to give all of us. He wants us to have it. The gift of an awakening, <clears throat> and that is gifted by the words of truth found in God's word and closeness with him. That is the first gift. Once you get the gift of knowing his word and having a relationship with him, that is a pivotal, life-changing, altering gift that you receive that will set in motion everything else for you. Okay? Okay. And the good thing about that is you don't have to wait on that gift. You could go online right now and purchase yourself a, a Bible. Um, 
prefer, you know, I would prefer for you to get King James Version, but you could go online right now, order yourself a Bible. You could go to the store right now and get a Bible and start opening up your awareness right now for yourself and talking to God yourself. You could do that right now while you, while after, well, I would prefer for you to do it after the message, but he's more important. So if you want to talk to him now, have at it. Okay. So I've been talented with the ability to write I have you know and that's not to brag that's not to be boastful that just is a truth and I I, I'm speaking my truth God blessed me with the talent to be able to write and I started writing you guys this thing is just not wanting to stay lit I started writing you guys when I was 13 I had watched the movie Poetic Justice and I fell in love with poetry I fell in love with the vibe that was the essence that that was kicked off how do I explain this the way in which Janet Jackson was in that movie it spoke to me it spoke to my personality how I was and I didn't even really know that it was a release for me when so when I saw that movie it spoke to me in such a way that I went and I got myself a notebook and I started writing. So I've been writing poetry since I was 13. Since I was 13 years old. And I've I have always had the ability as long as I can remember, in particular since I was 13 though, I'll say that to be able to illustrate mentally illustrate um pictures, you know, with my words and uh and that's my talent. I have to say that's my talent. I had no idea that poetry was going to lead to me writing my uh, first <clears throat> my first novel, How Do I Know I Love You, under the pen name Evolution, if you guys want to check it out. I didn't know it was going to lead to that. And then, and, and that was not spiritual based at all. That was romance and, and, and a whole lot of extra, you know. It's a good read, but I'm letting you guys know ahead of time, it had nothing to do with the walk at all. I'm still proud of it, okay? So y'all not going to shame me just because everything I did was not a God. It's a growing process, right? So I wrote that book. And I didn't know at the time that that book was going to lead to me writing my next novel, which was um, The Blood of Israel. Again, under the pen name Evolution, if you want to check it out. And that one is... It's street, but it's also, uh, it's, it's, it's God all up and through that book. Now, he helped me write that book. Every single word that went into that book, that that was him walking with me. But I, I had no idea at the time that watching a movie, Poetic Justice, would spark something in me to write poetry, would spark something in me to, to, to challenge myself to write a book, and then spark something in me because at this point, by the time I wrote... The blood of Israel. Oh, I I was really, really coming into my awareness and my acceptance of you know and and desire to walk with God. Hence, that book came along. So um, I <clears throat> so and that's how it, it came about. So, um, but it was meant to be. And I thank God for that. Um, so talents are different from gifts. There's a blessing attached to a gift. And 
I am going to take a quick little break for you guys. I want you guys to go and grab some a snack. Come on back. Get a pen and paper so that you can be able to write down the notes to this. I've already covered to you guys in this last thing what talents are. And after this break, we're going to jump right into what gifts are. We'll be back shortly. Come back with me. Hi, beautiful people. I just wanted to stop in and remind you guys to check out my website, www.ec4gcreations.com. It's full of apparel. And like I said, anytime you put it on, it's discipleship in each wear without ever having to speak a word. Check that out. It's a lot of things, not just clothing that is available. Check it out today. Like, share, and support, please. Until next time. Love y'all. Bye. Okay, EC4G, you guys, I am back. I hope you guys got your pen and paper like I told you guys to. And let's jump back into this message, you guys. And EC4G Life family on YouTube, you guys come along with me and let's get this thing going. Okay, so part two of it is we were talking about the, the what talents were. And now we're going to talk about um, gifts. Talents are something that you can you're good at. You can learn a talent. You can learn uh, how to um, I'm, I'm looking for uh, an example. You can learn how to you can learn how to do hair. You could learn how to do nails. You know, the talents is things that you could acquire or you may already know them. But the, these are something that, that that's what a talent is with a gift. There is a blessing that is attached to a gift. You know, um, when you think of talents, like I said before, before the, the break, you oftentimes think of, talent, think of talents and you attach a monetary gain or some type of gain to it. With gifts, this is a spiritual, it's a blessing that is attached to a gift. <clears throat> so um, if you want to, you can open up your word. If you're listening to me while you're at work or while you're in the car, you can't. I'm going to go ahead and read it with you. But if you want to read along with me, I'm going to speak out of James 1:17, And it reads, every good. Now, even before it says anything else, it says every good. Correct? First two words, every good. Every good. And good is what? It's of God. Correct? Yes. So every good gift, that was one, every perfect gift, stop right there again. The word perfect speaks to it deriving from God, right? <clears throat> perfect, without discrepancy, exact, faultless, by definition, right? And that is exactly what God is. Sinful bodies, however... That is what we are. We were born into sin. We were born into it, you know, and uh, sinful bodies cannot develop on their own accord a gift. We cannot generationally pass it down. It is of God and is by God. Okay. <clears throat> now, I know that you're probably thinking of examples such as and. I may stumble when I say this because their names are so close. I, I kind of get tongue tied when I'm saying it. But you guys, Lord, bless my words. Okay. 
you guys, when I said that, that it can't be generationally passed down or things of that, that nature, you may be thinking of examples in the word, um, such as like Elijah and Elisha. <clears throat> and what I'm talking about is like when Elijah had asked Elijah before he was to be with God, before he was to leave this earth, was there anything that he could do for him? And Elijah had responded back and simply said, yeah, you can uh, give me a double portion of your spirit. <clears throat> right and that may be one of the examples that you're thinking about however ec4g family if you continue to scroll down in your mind or in the word that you're reading right now you will remember in the verse 10 elijah agreed he agreed to give him a double portion but he agreed contingent on if elijah saw him when he transitioned, when he went to be with God. If he saw him, then he got it. If he didn't, he was out, you know. Um, so, you know, you stay ready. You don't have to get ready, right? That was kind of like the, the vibe. But even in that, even with, with him saying, yeah, you know, granting him, he told him, yeah, well, if you see me, then you got it. Even when he said that, God was still in the midst of that. And what I mean by that is, you know, when... When Elijah passed on, when he was, you know, taken from this earth, this decision was still, still ultimately God's decision because God could have easily had a circle, you know, had Elijah turn his back, take a bathroom break, you know, go grab something. You know, he could have easily had him turn his back and took him and him not see him transition, but he didn't, he didn't do that. He allowed him. He blessed the situation. He permitted him to be able to see it um, when it happened. So God still gifted him with that. Elijah said yes, but God said yes too in order for it to actually happen. Do you understand what I'm saying? And talents, like I said, they can be learned. Uh, gifts, spiritual gifts are of God. So you guys walk with me on this, okay? So, two, we're going to walk, you know, flip your pages, flip your pages right now, scroll down on your screen right now, and go with me to 1 Corinthians 12, you guys. I'm going to give you guys just a second to try to grab it real quick. And if you're at work, you know, you may want to go ahead and, you know, you may, you know, because I know I used to. I, I was, when I was at work, before I even started work, I'm being, I'm talking like this while I'm giving you guys a chance to look this up. But when I was at work, I would take the first 20 minutes when I first got to work. And I would get to work at 7.30 every morning. But I would take that first 20 minutes and I would I would open up my word. I had, you know, I was in my little cubicle. I would sit to the side, you know, with my back turned and I would you know, open up the word and read it for a while. I would talk with God. I would journal real quick and I would pray over the day and then I would get started. So, you know, and you know, I would, they told us now here's the, here's the, even the trippy part. They would tell us we could, we could not put anything, um, like on our cubicle, you know, pictures and stuff like that. Um, when it came down now, here's the thing they would, they, the people would put like their sports, um, pictures and, 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 you know, what, what am I thinking of? They would put sports 
memorabilia up on their walls. They will put pictures of their family, which is, you know, awesome. They will put um, inspirational quotes, you know, by, you know, people of this world. But when, for me, my entire cubicle was dressed with Bible quotes and things of, of, of that nature, you know, things that was going to feed my spirit because the job that I had was an amazingly helpful job for the people who I was working to help. But it was task. It was a task and it was very, it was, it was, it could be stressful. They wanted me to take mine down. They didn't say anything to anybody else about taking theirs down, but they wanted me to take mine down. And mine's was not on the outside of my cubicle. It was on the inside where you had to actually walk into my cubicle in order to be able to see it. Um, not a rebel, but I didn't do it. I wasn't going to do that, you know, and God stood up for me because they asked me. I did not do it. And God got them off of me and left me alone. Praise God. So. OK, so we're going to come back. I hope you guys had a chance to find First Corinthians 12. Um, it's it's very, you know, a lot of people are know this, but if you don't, this chapter specifically details spiritual gifts. There's other chapters in the word that talks about gifts, but this one is um, like a go to on spiritual gifts uh, that God gives to the body of Christ. So the Greek translation of the word gift is charismata, charismata, which is where we get the word charismatic from. Okay, but let's go a little bit deeper on this, all right? So the root of charismata is charis. And the root means, it literally means grace and kindness and life. So in breaking that down, oh goodness, in breaking that down, you guys, spiritual gifts are gifts given by God, given by, God by his grace, by his kindness, which lends to understand why Paul says to the church, his people, God's people are to walk in their spiritual gifts with the spirit of kindness and with the spirit of grace. We're not supposed to walk with a spirit of judgment or shame. I had two sons before I met my, my husband <clears throat> and they were my blessing in the midst of my tests and my trials that were going to get me to where I am right now and to where, you know, um, I will be in the future, God willing. Okay. But yeah, they were my blessing in the midst of my storm. And I wasn't married to their fathers. You know, I'm speaking my truth. I'm not ashamed of my truth because my truth has gotten me here. Okay. So I'm taking everything as a blessing and can't nobody shame me for it. But yes, I wasn't married to either one of their fathers. Okay. And that was my walk. That was my truth. And I don't want you guys to be ashamed of your truth. Because everything is a lesson. So learn from it and keep it moving. Keep it pushing. Keep growing. Don't let anybody shame you for being where you are right now. Just learn from it. Pull from it what it is that God needs you to pull and keep it moving. Keep it moving, you guys. So I had ran across, if I, but, but during the time before I met my husband, if I had ran across some judgmental people, in particular, some judgmental church people, you know, cross-wearing people who put themselves higher, put me lower, you know, shamed me, would I be where I am now? Would I be doing what I'm doing now? Nobody knows. And that's, and, and, and it's just wrong. No one should judge anybody. No one should judge anybody because we all have 
our issues, our circumstances that we are dealing with. That is for God to handle, not for you guys. So anybody that wants to be on the judgment bandwagon, you guys need to, to take pause and rethink that. Because your day will come. You may not be going through anything right now, but trust and believe you will at some point. And you're going to want somebody to have grace for you just like you need to have for them in their moment of trials. So that's just a note, you guys. Swallow that down. Ingest it. Um, don't process it out. Okay. <laughs> so now I'm saying our spiritual gifts should not be used to shame or judge anybody. Um, <clears throat> um nor beyond that, nor should they be used for any type of monetary gain um, as a talent or for kudos. God did not give you your spiritual gifts so that you could get you could get the the kudos and the and, and everything from everybody else. If that is why, you, if that is what motivates you to do what you do, you're doing it for the wrong purpose. And you know you may get your kudos. You may, and there. Okay, let me let me say this. You may get your kudos, but if you're doing it with that being the focal point as to why you're doing it, you're getting your kudos on earth. You will not get them once you transition. And I'm telling you, for me, I want to have what I want every reward that God has for me when I pass on. I want every reward from him. You guys, I love you guys. I appreciate the support. I would love to have the likes and everything, but that is not the motivating factor for why I do what I do. I do what I do for God. My rewards, I know they're coming and, you know, they're like tucked away. They're in the little security spot. And I know that when it's my time to go, that God is going to gift me with them and I'll be very, very grateful. But that is not that if you're looking for someone to just reaffirm to you that you are who you are. EC4G, that's not. That's not the reason to do it because you need to know who you are. You need to love who you are and can't nobody else love you like you can love you. So build that, build with that in mind. I'm just saying that to you guys. So, okay. So back on track, <clears throat> spiritual gifts, unlike talents are to be used to grow and edify God's kingdom. Your rewards and your works are, like I said, once you pass on, you know, God will have your rewards waiting for you. It's not called heaven for nothing. You know, if, if heaven was like earth, why would we, what would we be doing this for? Because <laughs> right now, heaven, I mean, right now, everything going on, the wars and everything that the, everything that is going on right now, if heaven was like that, oh my goodness, you guys, Right. So <clears throat> we need to function in the knowledge and the reverence and in the readiness. And when you do that, you'll be delivered to what your calling is going to be. You don't have to scavenge your hunt for your calling. You don't have to do that. Or you know, you have to excuse me, you don't have to scavenge your hunt for your calling or for your purpose. You don't have to scavenge your hunt for that. It is called a calling for a reason. It's not called a calling. For nothing you don't have to go looking and hunting for it God excuse me God calls us to our posts when we are strong enough to submit and when we're submissive enough to stand in those posts he's not going to call us to posts 
if we're weak or if we're lazy or if we're lackadaisy and we can't stand in what God puts us in. Okay. And like I said before, in order to build the, that strength, we are going to go through some ish, you guys. As followers of Christ, we are going to go through some ish. We have to. It is, it's necessary. I know it's not something that anybody strives to go. Nobody wants to go through drama. Even people who say that they're, they're drama queens or kings don't want to go through drama, really. But some of it is necessary. <clears throat> And I'm going to say this to you guys. Is it worth it? Absolutely it's worth it. Is it going to hurt? Yes, it is. Is it going to be hard? Absolutely it is. But just like labor pains are a symptom of stretching you to prepare you for new life, so is the pains, the stretchings Christ has us labor through to be delivered into our new life. Just like we have to labor and to deliver a new, you know, our children forth, our new lives for, we're going to have to go through that the same way as body of, as the body of Christ grows and grows. We're going to have to go through some labor pains, okay? But I can say this, as in James 1, 13, don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself and say, you know, when you are going through the trials, I want you to be very, very cognizant of your movements and what comes out of your mouth because there is life and your and power in the tongue. And I don't want you to, to lie to yourself and, and say that God is tempting you into sin. I don't want you guys to tell yourself that. And don't, don't mess yourself up like that because one, that's giving yourself an excuse and that's putting all the blame on God. Let me explain to you why I say this. You may be and then I'm giving you guys an example, but you guys may be in an environment with people, for example, you may be in an environment with people who are using drugs, using cocaine. Okay. Let's say you are, you, you know, you may decide that you want to take a few hits of it. Okay. And you may feel wrong in your spirit after you may feel guilty in your spirit after, because you know, you ain't supposed to be doing that, but you did it. And now you feeling you're feeling regretful, like man, why I do that? Why did why did I do that? I knew, I mean, I seen them, I seen them doing it and everything, but why did I do that? You know, you may feel guilty for it, and you decide to blame God because you asked Him, you prayed and asked Him to deliver you from the drugs, and then you want to blame Him. Oh man, like I prayed and I asked you, God, to 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 help me get past, you know, not want, you know, get past this addiction, but then instead. Here it is. I, you you gonna put me in a position in a place where where they pull it out and it's in my face and then I use it. You know why are you tempting me, God? Why are you tempting me? You may want to do that, but here's the thing: God did not tempt you. He didn't tempt you. God did hear your prayer. He heard you pray that prayer. He heard you ask Him to help you to get past it. You know He didn't tempt you. What He did do, God will sometimes allow you, like when you were in that apartment example um god will allow you to be put into a situation that you may have prayed for to get out of he may sometimes let you allow you to be put not tempt you not tempt you allow you to be put into that a position to strength train you again we are going to have to go through things as the body of christ in order to get us where we are and sometimes he will allow us to be in a situation so that we could get stronger strength training you guys strength training he will uh he and he may put you in that environment not to tempt you but to have you get stronger and learn how to resist 
to resist, to resist, to resist. You have to learn how to resist. You can't just say, okay, um, God, I said a prayer. And then there's a, every, every, every good thing that ha you have to do your part. And God heard, may have heard your prayer and, and well, God, not no may God heard your prayer, but in order to answer it, you're, you're going to have to strength train you guys. And sometimes God will put you into a situation where you got to do your part. You got to show that you're strong and you really, not only are you asking, but you're willing to do your part. And, and that's not, you know, and then your part in, in that scenario obviously will be, you see it, of course, you're tempted by it because you know, you're, you're of flesh, but you turn around and you walk away. And when you walk away, the important thing to do in that moment would be whatever your situation is. Now I gave the whole scenario of, you know, someone in a room with drugs or cocaine or whatever like that, but whatever your circumstance is, you may feel, you may be, when you're walking through it, after you walk away from whatever that temptation is, the important thing for you to do would be for you to bless him for showing you how strong you truly can be. God cannot be tempted with evil. He can't. And God does not tempt anyone with evil. Okay. Temptation is rooted in sin and God has no parts when it comes to sin. He doesn't want no dealings with it. Tests and trials, however, can be of God. Totally different. And you guys need to get that. Temp temptation, not of God. Sinful things, not of God. Trials, yes, they they can be of God for for your 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 growth, your strength training, as I said. And again, it's intended to get you stronger for us to uh, be able to walk in our purpose because like, okay, for example, me, I'm going to give myself an ex as an example. Right now I'm doing this. And when you are on social media, you are opening yourself up to people criticizing you, wanting to talk about you. Oh, she thinks she that, or, oh, she really don't know. You know, I, I listen to um, multiple people who are doing what I'm doing. For example, like Marcus Rogers, he speaks and he's constantly having people try to break down what he's saying and, and attack what he's saying and say that he's not what he is. He's not a man of God. You know, he's constantly hearing ridicule when you open yourself up to walking in your, excuse me, to walking in your purpose, you're going to have attacks. You're going to have attacks. And what God does is whatever your calling is, he's going to walk you through a season where he strengthens you. So when you are in that calling, you can handle it. And when you may feel weak, you can handle it in a way better than you would do if you had never, if you had never exercised, exercise the way that God needed you to, you know, so, um, Oh, goodness gracious. So temptation is designed to set you guys back. It's designed to set you apart. Trials is designed to set you up for your next level and bring you closer with God. And truly a temptation is, is futile unless you have a bend towards that sin, you know, you can't be. So I'm saying EC4G family, your calling is magnified for reception by the body of Christ when your spiritual gifts are in use, okay? Your calling is the way in which you are to walk out this journey. That's what your calling is, okay? While using the spiritual gifts 
and spiritual tools, you guys, that God gifted every believer. He gave it to every believer, every believer. Not They're not always the same. And even if, let's say, you know, you have spiritual gifts may be similar, but everybody walks them out in their own specific way that God directs them to. Okay. But God gifted every, every believer. And does that walk mean that assuming that when, once you assume that post, does that mean that it will make you faultless? No. Does it mean that it's going to make you perfect? No. Does it mean that it's going to make you the example of the way that life, that a person should walk through life? No, it does not. I don't want you to put that pressure on yourself because I think that pressure makes a lot of people say, well, I don't want to. I don't want to do it because I don't want the scrutiny. I don't want I don't want anybody thinking that I'm I'm perfect and then I have to, you know, constantly be on. Be on, you know. I can't walk out the side out the house without you know, with my hair messed up or anything because I'll get scrutinized. So a lot of people because they don't want to deal with what could potentially be backlash for whatever their calling is, even if it's not on this on 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 a level like this, even if it's no more than walking in your calling with, you know, um, the people who stand outside on the curb and speak God's word, you know, think whatever your calling is, a lot of people get so in their head about thinking that in order for you to walk in your, your walk for Christ, that you have to be perfect or you have to appear perfect. And then they back down because they don't want that pressure on them. And the truth is nobody that is not that is not a just representation of someone that is walking for the body of Christ because walking for Christ, because he's the only per perfect. None of us are. We're all going to make missteps. Not the, the goal is to not intend to the goal is goal is to not try to. And if you do stumble, pick yourself back up, pray to God, lean on him, pick yourself back up and keep it moving in, 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 in your walk for him. But yeah, righteous live being totally righteous. No, no, you know, you're not anybody's, you're not anybody's <laughs> don't, don't do that to yourself. Okay. But God is going to find you where you are. And although the seeds of God will take root and produce harvest, you guys, you must remember. And so should the body of Christ, anybody listening to this, and if you're not listening to the, whoever is listening to this, somebody else that you know, you may want to share this with them as well, that you two are still not above it. You are walking, you are apart. Even if you're doing like I'm doing now, even if you are a, a pastor over a mega church, a mega church, you are still not above the body of Christ. You are still a part of the body of Christ. And as I often say to all of you guys, I am, you are, we are, we are all imperfect sheeps, you guys. We are all imperfect sheeps. And we should allow each other the grace To be imperfect sheeps and and encourage each other as we walk walk along in our calling, encourage one another to walk in our calling, but give the grace and understanding and knowing that we are all imperfect sheeps. 
And the only thing that I'm going to close with this, you guys, but the thing that I want to leave you guys with is knowing that you are imperfect sheeps, knowing the difference now between talents and gifts and walking in your calling. The real question is, is that now that you know when your calling knocks, will you answer? So I hope this word helped and blessed somebody. I know that it was for somebody because like I told you guys, I had no intention of speaking on this at all. Like I told you, it wasn't even on my, it wasn't even on my, my desk for me to cover. God put this on my spirit. Uh, firstly, by way of Steve Furtick. Thank you very much for the blessing of that word, sir. You, you really blessed my life with it and you helped me with uh, the discovery of this message. So thank you very much. But also, uh, it was for a reason. So I hope whoever this message was for, you really truly are able to take charge and strengthen yourself and walk through the process so that you could walk in your calling. Because one, it's the best feeling in the world. I told you guys that, yes, it comes with trials, but the trials, obvious, I'm telling you guys, it's worth it. Just like any, most, I would say any mother. And maybe I'm wrong, but you ask a mother all the pain that they go through pushing those babies out, all the pain that they go through. Once the baby comes out and you get a look at your child, all that pain instantly felt like it was worth it. And how do I know a lot of mothers will feel the same? Is that what I say? Because I know my pains were worth it for my children. But how do I know it's the same is because they do it again. They do it again. Like I did it six times. They were worth it. The labor pains were worth it. Your strengthening, strength training pains are worth it to bring you to your calling. And then you kind of, you don't forget them. You don't forget the pain. But you appreciate it. Because of where you're at now. So... You guys, please have a blessed Friday. Uh, tune in with me on Monday for the next word that God delivers to my spirit to deliver to his people. And please like and share this. Let everyone know who the, who I am. I'm Lady Latrice. This is EC4G. Peace and blessings, you all. Bye.